Lovejoy, you are fast asleep. Um, and you're slow. You're, you're into that sort of moment where you're just starting to, to wake up, but uh, you're feeling in, incredibly groggy. Um, and you're, you're sort of waking up with the expectations of being in like a tavern bed or something. And then you're just, you're hearing the sound of birds um, and a bit of a breeze passing over you. And you, you're slowly just trying to open your eyes and you're slowly coming around and you're, you're finding that you're lying on the ground in what looks to be, uh, first of all, outside, not in any sort of tavern that you might have expected to have been in. Uh, but you're outside and there's a canopy of, of trees uh, up above you that you're looking up at. And you can tell from the, from the sunlight coming through that it's, um, it's probably already like 11 o'clock in the morning, maybe even midday. Um, Ooh, and you're, dear. you're really fighting this, this groggy feeling. Um, Ooh, I feel like an absolute bag of shit, if I'm honest. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, what? where am I? So you're, you're, looking, you're looking around. Um, give me uh, an investigation roll. Straight into the rolls. Yeah. That's what I like. That's a, uh, a 13 plus. You're not going to like this. Plus four. Oh, I love That's it. 17 total. I, I, I absolutely love that. So you, you're... you're you're able to see uh, around you, you despite this <coughs> feeling, this groggy feeling in your head. And it doesn't feel like any hangovers that you've experienced before. Something just doesn't feel too right in your head. And you're looking around and you're seeing now sort of what's been laid out um, around you. And you can see uh, a friend, two of your friends, uh, Biko, who you see still sort of curled up uh, in his, his um, bedroll. Um, position. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a fetal position. Um, and Gildan as well, who is who's just like uh, on his on his back, like um, hands by his sides, fast asleep, but like in a really strange, like straightened position. Um, and there's a there's a a tent that's been set up next to your bedrolls, and there's a, a burnt out sort of campfire, um, but. Straight away, something is missing. The, the, the merchant group that you've been traveling with, it's all coming together now. You were meant to stop, you were meant to travel far enough yesterday to get you to this small town. You can't remember what the name of that town was. And then you were told we had to go foraging for stuff before we got there. And the rest is a bit of a blur lots of partying in the woods, but no one, no one else is around. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, I don't. I've not got a good feeling about this at all. Oh, um, Gildan, 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 wake up, Biko, Biko. Um, that's that's. And I, I go over to Gildan, and I kind of nudge him in the in the ribs with my foot. <laughs> Gildan, we were outside, man. We're outside in the woods. And I don't oh. think we're meant to be in the woods, are we? We're meant to be hanging about with all the other merchants, and we're meant to be... I, I don't know what's going on, but this doesn't feel good, man. Oh, good morning. <laughs> well, I don't know where it is. It seems like a pr pretty terrible morning, really. 
um, oh. Gildan, you're sort of having that same um, grogginess and trying to really fight to, to open your eyes and, and wake up. Um, and again, yesterday, last night seems a bit of a blur for you. You remember some sort of... Um, there was like a, a group encouragement to, to like spend the last night before we hit the town, uh, before we get to the next village, sorry, um, of, of just like celebrating that you were almost there. Really, it's weird encouragement from the group to really get into the, uh, into mm. the alcohol. Oh, do I have a headache? Um, just groggy. There's no, there's no headache. And can you give me a, just a wisdom roll? Uh, yes. Wisdom. Five plus five, apparently. Okay, okay. Um, the thing that you kind of, now that you're really thinking about it, um, you swear that you really only even had, like, one drink. You're not, you weren't really that keen, and you can remember yeah. having one drink, and then that's kind of all you can really remember. Oh, I feel a little groggy. How about you guys? Where's um, where's everybody? Wait, Biko, Biko, wake up, man! Biko, ah, ah, remember oh. you doing that too often, oh. Jesus. Oh, guys. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. <sighs> nah, nah. Are you all right, son? <laughs> Biko, you're also feeling incredibly groggy, but there's a, um, you recognize this, like, uh, flavor, like, in your mouth. You've kind of got that sort of dry mouth, and there's a bit of, a bit of a taste to it. Can you give me, um, a wisdom roll as well, please? Uh, we'll take that, we'll take that first one. Um, yep. 18 plus one. Um, you you'd recognize the, that that flavor anywhere that is um usually you would have only just a, a shaving of this mushroom and it would uh, just really encourage you to get you to sleep at the end of a, like if you're having sleeping problems if you're having insomnia or anything like that just shave a little bit off put it into a tea and throw it back and you're guaranteed to have a, a good night's sleep but the your your mouth just is, is a bit furry. It feels like you really need to brush your teeth, and it just that pungent smell fills your mouth. Um, it feels like you've eaten an entire one of those mushrooms. Mm. Guys, guys, guys! <laughs> ah, the the roundy one. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you guys, you guys know. You guys know. Oh. It's, it's, we've um, been poisoned, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, too, too poisoned. Much. Too much. Like you just, you just a little bit, little bit. Oh, it's an overdose, isn't it? Over. We must have got yeah. absolutely yeah, I, rat-faced I, and uh, gone to town on the old magic mushies. Is what's happened here. I think it's called a wide dose. It's wide. It's not over. You, you have right. a big amount of dose. Yes. Okay, yeah, it's mm. same net result now, isn't it, Sam? We've been, uh, mm. Mm. yeah, mm. we've obviously got it lost, and they'll be frantically trying to find us, won't they? That's what's happened here. Can I, can I get each of you? And we'll start in the same order that we've um, sort of introduced you, um, just to give us a detail of what your characters uh, look like this morning. Um, describe just to anyone who's just um, tuning in for the 
for this episode just to understand what your characters look like um, and maybe what a little bit of their personality is like as well. So we'll start with Lovejoy. Uh, all right. <coughs> Lovejoy, when he wakes up in the morning, he's got his uh, crushed tweed uh, trousers on, um, same trousers he's been walking about in all day. Um, a bit of a kind of a rust-coloured um, button-down shirt made of, you know, not not the nicest but not the worst material. Um, and then uh, not obviously worn to bed as a matching tweed jacket to the trousers, uh, pocket watch, um, flat cap, half-moon spectacles that he, that he wears um, during the day. But obviously none of this is worn, worn to bed, so he's woken up in just the just the rust-coloured shirt in the in the trousers and some kind of woolen socks. Um, he's got kind of graying, probably a bit further graying than salt and pepper here. Um, a bit unshaven. Um, he's probably around sort of 35 to 40, which I think is a little bit younger than I, I said in our session zero. I thought mm-hmm. it might, might be better not to have a decrepit old man uh, <laughs> wandering around <laughs> trying to swing a quarter staff. Um, speaking of quarter staff, he's got a quarter staff in his... Uh, his backpack, which is his main kind of form of defence, should they run into any uh, any no goods. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned in the in the session zero, he's a failed antiques dealer who's been following this merchant band around, trying to either find interesting things to either on sell or to sell them a few of the trinkets that he's managed to collect. But yeah, cool. I don't need to go too much more into the backstory. And once once Lovejoy gets um, up off his. Uh, bedroll what what is he likely to be sort of doing to investigate like the surroundings probably um doing the things he thinks he should do but without any skill like looking for tracks but doesn't really know how to look for tracks um sort of peering into the the woods surrounding them just to see if he can see anything through them um and of course this tent is here and you said we didn't know much about what had happened Mm. (laughs) which makes me think there's a tent here that we don't really know what's inside, so probably get the quarter staff and just poke one of the one of the corners back to have a look inside the tent. Okay, cool. Um, this is going to be a Gildan. That's right. I always forget the name Gildan. Um, do you want to describe Gildan and sort of what he's getting up to now that sure. he's he's woken? Do we normally sleep in a tent overnight? Is this our normal sleeping arrangements, or are um, we? Yeah, I'd say that there have been, there've been times where there has been um, the distance between towns or villages has been quite uh, a decent size and that you've taken it upon yourselves just to sort of move yourselves away from the beaten path for just to remain safe away from any bandits that might make their way through and, and spend the night um, but we would normally be sleeping in outside, but with a big group. So. Yeah, there would be like oh. the, there'd be a couple of wagons. There'd be a three or four tents. The, you know, the, the, the group you've been traveling mm. with is, is decently sized, like a dozen or so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, Gildan is a large man. He's like like six and a half foot and big, but doesn't look. You know, he's big, but doesn't like. He's not cut. His muscles aren't cut or anything. He's mm. quite chunky. He's got a big chin, bald, red nose. And normally he would wear, well, he's a cleric. He normally wears big armor. Mm-hmm. But he sleeps in his pajamas. Or <laughs> actually his priestly vestments, but he doesn't really use those. So he just uses them as pajamas. Nice. And he has um, candles 
Okay. I'm glad we did this. Candle. I thought he was a dwarf the whole time. I'm really glad that <laughs> he was six foot something. Yeah. I thought he was short. Yeah, he, is a, he is a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. He is a very tall dwarf. The tallest of the dwarves. Did you actually think he was a dwarf? I thought, I thought we'd been over this in the chat oh, and no. in session zero that he was small. Yeah, I thought no, he was no. a human, but very small in height. Oh, no, no. He's, he's big. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> and once Boom. he sort of gets up and the, and the fog starts lifting from his mind, what would what would uh, Gildan likely be doing to try Get, and figure out what's, right. what's happened? Well, Gildan is, uh, I would say he's, he's a kind and helpful person. He means well, but he's not... Um, super sharp, I would say. So he's probably just um, looking around close to him and patting himself down, uh, looking for a glass of water and um, rolling up his sleeping bag. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay, great. Um, Biko, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Biko looks like um, and sort of how he's going to spend those first couple of minutes uh, once he realizes you've all been just left alone. Sure. So Biko is a dwarf. He's got um, black hair and a black beard. He's wearing uh, leather armor, which looks to be from a, a multitude of different vendors that it doesn't really match. Um, and he's 28, and he's at the age where he realized that his own personal hygiene is now up to him, and it's not going well. <laughs> uh, it looks like he's just fallen asleep in the spot where he, he fell last night. Uh, so he's got a little bit of drool on the side of his face, which he's trying to hide in his beard. Um, and currently he's kind of ignoring his surroundings and just starting to do his morning stretching routine. His, um, he's relatively um, middle-ish height for a dwarf and weight. And he's, he's not cut, but he's not um, a, a beanpole either. So he can tell he cares about his physical uh, well-being. So he's going to start with some stretches. It doesn't really look like the actual stretches, but he's going to do them nonetheless. It's like self-taught sort of, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, can I get a uh, just a perception roll from everybody? Okay. Um, so feel free just to call out what you rolled and what your um, bonus or your... Uh, yeah, bonus roll would be... 19 Bicker. plus 1 for me for a total of 20. Okay. Uh, Beaker rolled a 6 plus a 3 for a total of 9. Cool. And a 16 plus 3 for Guild. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, while, um, Lovejoy, while while you're sort of looking around and you look over at Biko doing stretches, he hasn't he doesn't seem to have noticed it yet, but there's like a, um, a little note... That has just been pinned to the to the front of his uh, armor. Oi, but Biko. Yeah, yeah. Biko, what's yeah. what's that what's that thing on your front? I've, I've changed my voice, haven't I? More of an East already. But Biko, what's what's that thing on your front? You got something on your front, man? It looks like a little little handwritten note or something. Oi, it's right up right there, right there, down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. This is odd, isn't it? So you didn't put this here. What's it say? Let me just get my, let me just get my spectacles on. And he does that thing that old people do when they're trying to read, like the TV guide, when they start out here. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a note, and you recognise the handwriting straight away. Um, it just says on it, it says, "Not everyone wanted this 
to happen. But voting occurred while you three were doing you know what, and it was settled. What? Sorry? I hope what? I hope you can forgive me for not letting you know. Please don't try and follow us. Well, you said I know, recognize the handwriting immediately. Yeah. Who's there? Um, it's just there's, it's one of the people from the the merchant group, one of the younger um, <laughs> women in the group. Um, she signed it with an L at the bottom as well. Um, which her name right. is her, na- her name is L, and that she always thought it quite funny that she could just write a single letter to to be her full right. name. Her name's like E L L E. Correct. It? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, lads! I've got some. Oh Jesus, my fucking head is killing me. Um, I've got some. I've got some bad news. I've got some bad news, lads. Look at this note here, right? It says, "Don't try and follow us." There was voting that occurred. It's like that game we used to play back in my hometown called Survivor, where people will vote and then someone has to bloody bollocks off home. It looks like we'd be left for dead. And they said, "Don't follow us." Oh, what? Don't follow who? The merchant group. Come on, man. What? Gildan, we've been abandoned, man. Oh, they, wouldn't leave, they wouldn't leave us. They have huh? left us. It's here in bloody brown and a lighter shade of brown. <laughs> That's the problem, though, right? Like, you never want to read things. Read things as... Nah. This, this is your problem, but This is why you never made it in a medical profession, son, because you've it's got a low opinion of reading text. Related. Just causally related. Yeah, I'm starting yeah. to see why you're not a full-blown <laughs> physician, man. That's... Ah. Now oh, something's no. full-blowing. And I can address it with a little bit of, you know. I don't. I don't think mushrooms are going to save this one, man. <laughs> oh, hmm. so they've left us behind for dead. Yeah. And you know who's done it, don't you? That young lass that you've been cavorting with, Gildan. You were in her <laughs> I ear. I have been cavorting been in her with, ear you. with your bloody religious bloody mumbo jumbo <laughs> talking oh. about the light and and sign up to this and, and get on a newsletter for that and give us some, yes. you know money for that. She was. She's obviously I had her on the hook. for you. <laughs> Well, I think she's wriggled off there because she's bloody buggered off with the rest of them. I'm pretty you know sure what? she'll be back. Don't she you worry. I don't think... What's going on here? Because can you, you guys can read, can't you? Have a read of this. Have a look at what? yourselves. You guys done your stretches yet? <laughs> I'm going to grab the note I'm and not really slowly not read it. Electricity at the moment. Be cold, like, mate. I feel like a proper butt today, so I'm just going to do a few more. <laughs> Um, right, okay. This is going to be awkward, guys, because <clears throat> normally there's more people, but I'm just going to I'm going to pull out this box that I've got. It's called an arms box. You've seen it before. Uh, if you just pass that around uh, amongst yourselves and feel free to make a donation. Um, Killed it. It's not the uh, time, man. It's not the time for this. <laughs> the morning. So I know. Eat. I don't mean like the time of day. I mean the situation that we have found ourselves in, which is, to yeah. be frank, quite distressing. Um, yeah. What I'll what I'll get from uh, Lovejoy, since you were using the quarter stuff to sort of open up the the tent, can you give me an investigation roll, please? I can, and you know that I've got a plus four on it. So get ready to be eleven plus four. <laughs> That's fifteen <Yes>. total. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there is, um, you, you sort of gingerly open up the, the tent, just you're not 100% sure if someone, anyone else could be in there and they just had a better, uh, more protected sleep than you or not. And you open up the tent and it's just, uh, all of your stuff has just been sort of thrown into there. Um, 
by who and, and you you can thinking back now and there was uh, you do remember as you were um, falling into this deep haze um, yesterday you do remember hearing the sound of just things being thrown uh, about um, and some mur- murmurings happening and but here it is oh. all, all of your stuff's in here they've left you some food which is incredibly nice of them um, they obviously didn't want oh. you to to just die out here wherever here is um well, at least not immediately <laughs> yeah yeah um but all of your gear is in there um and, and yeah and some e- extra food and but that's that's well, is, is there any is there anything else that you would maybe hope uh these this group would have left for you other than what you had on you some very detailed cartography <laughs> you search and, and a compass. You you search. There's there's no maps, no no compasses, nothing. Um, this is me. Yes, ending. Um, <laughs> there's there's uh, clearly they okay. they didn't. They obviously assumed that you'd be able to find your way back. Back to where wherever the path that you took to get here was. Right. Um question for the dm what was the last kind of settlement we were in or major settlement like one what was it and two how far away was it uh yeah give me a wisdom roll no problemo <laughs> that's a it's a four plus one for five um you remember you were going from like water deep uh water deep but you've been, oh. but that was that was you left Waterdeep. It's on the tip of my tongue. You left Waterdeep quite a long time ago. It's been days since you left there, and you're trying to remember where it was the group was going, but you're not sure if you ever really asked or cared. You were just, it's not, it's not coming to you. Can we say that there's some good berries that have been left behind in the tent? Sure. That can be some of the food that is um, left. Oh, ooh, figs are looking up, chaps. Uh, precisely precisely three. Three good Yum. berries are in there. That's, that's like the magic potion, that is. That's like bloody murder from heaven or, or, or a, a good, good berry, really. Nice. Ooh. And all our stuff's here, so at least we haven't been robbed. A little bit of food's here, so all we need to do is head back to Waterdeep. So, you know, sometimes in life things don't work out, do they? So let's just chalk this one up to another massive loss um, and get on with the rest of our lives, shall we? <laughs> oh. Beaker's going to walk up to Lovejoy and just grab his foot and slowly start to just do some muscly moves like you were Aren't a chiropractor. It's not even bloody bothering me. What are you doing, Beaker? <laughs> it will later today. You just <clears throat> yeah, because you're bloody dicking around with it, man. Can you not do yeah. that on my foot, please? Taste that. Right. See, I want mushroom. Keep that in your own mouth. I know what it is. Oh, um, is this what they meant in the note when it said <laughs> doing what you know what? That... Give give me a wisdom roll, please, Gildan. Oh. Whiz. You're trying to piece together what was it out of all of the things you were doing yesterday. Plus five. I'd say you know you you you're thinking and you know exactly what it was. You've pieced it together and you think you know exactly what it was that would have caused them to make this vote. But I want you to tell me what it is 
that the three of you would have been doing. Maybe it's something that you guys often get up to and it just has just been eating away at this group for the last couple of weeks worth of travel. Well, I mean, it could be uh, chiropractic sessions or... <laughs> yep. They, they help so many people. <laughs> it's just going to be a numbers game and it'll help someone as well. I would say a farting competition, but I think Lovejoy is too high class. Is Lovejoy too this. high class for that? Well, in probably in title and family name, but not in practice. Because <laughs> right. he's actually quite good at it. So we've got we've got Lifted. chiropractory, we've got f- regular farting competitions, and I think, like Lovejoy said, the constant bothering for tithe. Uh, from people who maybe aren't as bought into your uh, God and religion as, as guilty. Well, they were definitely going to join. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you definitely thought they were going to join, that's, that's for sure. Um, and that probably added to the frustration. Um, what I'll get next is just a, an investigation role, as each of you sort of just take a look around the outskirts of where you are, looking for sort of any clues. It's 15 plus 4 for 19. Oh, nice, nice. Um, okay, Lovejoy, you... Well, first of all, Biko and Gildan, you both find a path that sort of leads off to the southwest. Um, Lovejoy, you sort of note that and continue on your like investigation around, and you see another um, kind of more hidden track off to the southeast. Hmm. What's going on down here, then? The young... Boys, I think I've seen a bit of a, a bit of a clearing around here. It doesn't look really like much, but I think it's I think it's an option. Have a breakfast, like let's eat it, let it digest, uh, eat yeah. some more, and then maybe we can walk around after stretches. Well, I agree, <laughs> but don't let, let me just put a twig down or something so I, I remember where this is because it's not obvious on first glance, is it? I mean, you both missed it, you dopey bastards, but. <laughs> I've seen it proper, so let me just put a twig down. <sighs> I'm sure he grabs like a twig that's just on the ground near it and places it just on the just ground with all exactly the other twigs. Like the other twigs. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Gildan is putting on his armor while walking and uh, walks over the twig and looks around. Yeah, yeah the um the two paths are definitely on closer inspection. The extra path that Lovejoy found does look like there's been maybe more people have, have gone through that, whereas the other track looks like more a much more obvious thing that you... that uh, It's not as hidden. It looks way too obvious. So it's almost like there's been two tracks out of here. Maybe one was made on the way in and one was made as the others left. You're not Both. quite sure. Are we meant to be seeing two paths at the south on the map? Well, the one that you can see is the more obvious one uh, on the map. Oh, okay. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. The other one is sort of um, pushing off towards the southeast, towards the southeast corner and between some of those trees. Oh, yeah. Biko's going to help Gildan into his armour and just tighten it and just check his muscles a little bit as he does it. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see? See? That is the spot. That's the triceratops oh, muscle. Triceratops. Aching. Yeah. And Beaker's going to raise his hand for a high five. Okay, I'm going to do a high five down towards Beaker. 
Yeah. I suppose, yeah. I'm surprised you could reach my triceratops. Yeah. Add your little guys. <laughs> just climbing around. You just climbed up oh. on your back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lovejoy, where have you gone? Lovejoy was kind of just moving into the bushes down here, but but now he's going to come back and get into this breakfast. You're missing out on a good rub. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. Thank you very much for the offer, though. I've had my fair share of rubs from this character over the last few days, and I'm oh, sleeping. Vico's going to pop his knuckles you... like 35 times a second. You remember when you uh, had to go on my back the other day? It's, it's not been the same since, and I don't has, mean that in a good way. Has the bruising died down any? Like, it's bruising at your age, right? Yeah. I, do you know what? I had This could be another reason why Elle left, actually. I had to take a look at it. She said it's gone from purple to green. Mm. I've got a little balm for Growing. that. You could try. Like, no, honestly, don't worry about it's it. It's nearly man. ready. It's it. in my boot, but I'll it's tell you what, nearly warm yeah. enough. I'll pop a good berry, I think. Lovejoy pops a good berry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I will say that uh, you're all at, like... Um, once you've started to like consume breakfast, whatever, I don't know what is in there that you're going to eat or if you're going to create a fire and cook. So you guys can tell me what it is that you're going to have for breakfast. Damper. Oh, damper. That, mm. <laughs> right, I'm in. Okay. But it's previously cooked damper, so it's gone like a bit. Oh, I don't know. A bit. Well, you wouldn't say stale, would you? But just not its best. Completely hard. Yeah. Rock. <laughs> like a rock. No flowery rock. <laughs> so rock hard damper. Maybe some kind of primitive form of scroggin. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm, scroggin. Imagine, I'm imagining ah. like a Boy Scout style meal. <laughs> yeah. Because he's going to find instead of chocolate. a couple of small sprinklings of mushroom that shouldn't be in a pocket, but it's like partially in his armor. He's going to sprinkle that onto his damper. Eh? Eh? Guys? Guys? Yeah. yeah. Oh, go on in. Go on in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At the moment you start eating this, and um, Biko, you knew this would occur, that just the just getting something in you is a really quick remedy to push through any lasting effects of this of this mushroom that had obviously been put in your system last night. Um, and it's uh, you're taking a moment now to realize just you know it's a, it's actually quite a warm like nice sunny day as well. There's lots of birds around. You can hear insects and cicadas. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that you have literally no idea where you are in Faerun, um, m- maybe this would actually be uh, an enjoyable morning. Biko's going to feel so energized by his newfound normality, he's going to try and do a backflip. <laughs> okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> give, me, uh, give me an acrobatics roll, please. <laughs> Biko rolls a two plus six for an eight. Uh, he does not. Ma- was it a? It was a backflip. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of like just slam down onto your back. Oh, oh. Should have done more stretching, guys. Right, I'm going to clap because I thought it was supposed to be like that. Yes. <laughs> Can you breathe? Have a mushroom. Lie down for no, a bit. We'll sort you out. Have one of your special mushrooms. I do feel be- better after eating that. Um, I'm chewing on this rock hard damper and it, eating the stick as well, not noticing that they both as rock hard as each other. 
I've noticed <laughs> halfway through that I've been chewing on a stick. But I do feel better. Yep. Love joy. Mm. Do you think they'll come back for us? Absolutely not. Soon. No, I feel, I feel like I've made that point about six times and uh, it couldn't have been clearer in the note. We have been abandoned. Do you understand what I'm saying? We have been absolutely abandoned. And I think it might be because of all your religious clap chat. You think so? They're not believers? Well, I think I'd go one step further to say that not only are they not believers, but they probably feel actively harassed by your campaign of aggressive tithing. I think as they further away they get, the more they'll think about what they've done and P-Law will go into their hearts, tell them, this go back. Chat again. Oh. Go back and pick them up. And you will go into the light, which is back here. There's a source of light here. Do, you, do you think P-Law will guide them to wherever we are? Or do you think P-Law will guide them to this specific point, which is, it, it really does look like a concerted effort to get us lost in the woods. It's like a like a smash cut to the uh, merchant group traveling down the road singing some of their merchant songs and then smash yeah, nice. <laughs> and then just like straight back to you guys uh, around this uh, sit- seated back down on the ground eating your yeah. for your breakfast. Yeah. I, I, they will feel bad though. I think I think there'll be a somber mood in the, in, the, in the party this morning. They'll be thinking, have we done the right thing? Have we done the wrong thing? And you know. I mean, I don't mm. think they're coming back, but I think I think they'll be they'll be propagated. I'm just going to yell out into the bushes. I forgive you guys. <laughs> it goes back around. Forgive you guys. Forgive you guys. Come back. I think that'll do it. <laughs> uh, the, every minute that passes, the realization that uh, this is it. It's up to you guys to sort of figure out your way out from here is, is just really setting in. Um, all those, all those, now that you think about it, forced laughs, uh, and the fun that you th- assumed you were having with the group is starting to kind of make you wonder about a few things actually now. Um, mm. but Hey, at least it's a nice sunny day. Hmm. I can't help but feel that I I should be comforted by the weather situation, but the fact I am lost in the middle of nowhere with only a small amount of food and I have no idea where the fuck to go, I, I just put you quite a damper on proceedings for me. Mm. A damper? Oh, yeah, because we ate it. Nice <laughs> one, love, joy. That's right, yeah. Yeah, see? Should I have been nicer to people? Should I have been more upfront with my dealings? I don't know. You're always nice. Yeah. I'm going to ask P-Law for guidance. Dear P-Law, where should we go next? And you, you sit and you concentrate, hoping to get some sort of guidance uh, from mm-hmm. P-Law. And what, P-Law is the Lord of, mm-hmm. of Light? Is, is that right? Yeah. Well, he doesn't actually <laughs> like thing. the name P-Law, I think. It's close. <laughs> um, yeah, many names. You so he's your character. Uh, he he hears Pilo quite often, right? He's lived with that gift. Yeah, but he never time. says anything relevant, or he seems to hear me. So right, right. Um, I don't you... expect an answer, but maybe some kind of I'll listen for movement in of, of a leaf or something. Um, you hear something that you've heard um, frustratingly too many times, and that is just that light, light. Is love, and uh, love is the way. Ah, oh, fuck. 
Sorry, guys. He's just going on about light again. Is he? That's a surprise. I thought he was going to come good there for a minute, but <laughs> no. Okay. One day. One day. Yeah. You keep saying it, don't you? But um, anyway, mm. well, so just... I don't really want to hang about here for too long. I think we should pack up our things and I think we should get going back to uh, back to Waterdeep. And, um, okay, well, I'll follow you. Out of the two paths. You always know what to do. Out of those two paths, the the more hidden one seems to be the path that the others have taken um, as they cleared out. Now that you're sort of looking at both, one looks like maybe a fake path, or even an old path, something to um, maybe uh, confuse you. A fake path? As in something that was designed to to go deeper into the woods, maybe. Something that was designed to maybe... It's too obvious. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this yeah, other part, it. it looks like it was delicately made, almost like they were trying to hide their tracks as they as they made their way off. Yeah, that's what I'd do. If I was going to abandon you guys, I would sneak right off down here and I would put all the grass back, covering up where I've been. So that's not clearly what it'd been. So this will get us to a main road anyway, and then we can all go our separate ways and forget this whole unsavory thing ever happened, eh? Sounds like fun, guys. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to roll up my uh, tent or whatever, my mm-hmm. bed roll. Yeah, Lovejoy does the same stats. Grabs his things from the big tent, which is like a big pack. Yeah, um, and then rolls up his bedroll, puts it on the end. But before he does that, he rummages through the pack and goes, "Right, little special treat. Who wants to see my magical brass shaft?" I love this thing. <laughs> All right, we'll have a little demo of it. Now we we won't be touching it, will we, Biko? Do you remember when you tried to get your hands on it last time? So good. Don't be touching the old so brass good. shaft. And um, let me touch the shaft this time. <laughs> Lovejoy, Lovejoy reaches into his pack, does a big sigh of relief when he feels it, um, and then pulls out this small, it's quite the size of I don't know, a, t- a TV remote or so, made of brass, lots of weird inscriptions mm-hmm. on the side of it, puts his fingers on it like he's kind of playing a recorder or something, and then tips it mm-hmm. upside down, and water magically flows from it. He takes a wee sip from it. Pulls it onto the ground, takes another sip from it. Hey, he's pretty good, isn't it? Pretty good. Best thing I own. This best thing I own. What, you, what have you got a name? Have you got a name for that thing, or is it just the brass shaft? shaft. Kimberly. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. Yeah, that's old. That's old Kimberly for you. Pretty much. And and mm. lest we forget, hey. And he flips it up the other way, changes his finger positioning. And a small flame comes out the top. Mm. And if we do need to make our own fire, we've got our sword as well, chaps. So don't you worry. Lovejoy's got you. Until we find a main road, of course, and then we'll be on our own. <laughs> that is my favourite bit, the flame part. Yeah, mm. Beaker's going to stand up and just start clapping. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Wonderful piece of kit. Okay, you guys um, get all your gear together and sort of head off towards this um, path off to the southeast. Um, And it's only minutes into following that path uh, that the track suddenly splits off into like eight different directions. Uh, As if they'd all been told to just, if like in the off chance that they follow this, let's just split off into as many different directions as we possibly can. Um... And they all look convincingly real. They're all going off in completely different directions. You can see that maybe one of them has um, clearly doubled back to this point before running off in a different direction, but you're not sure which. 
Um, they thought that they they thought about coming back to get us. <laughs> and again, just just attached to a tree in the middle of the sort of crossroads of paths is another handwritten note um, that just says, "Please don't follow us." Um, see, it's all right. a mistake, right? I can see you've got that concerned look on your face, Lovejoy. You've just dallied with those words again. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm starting to, I would have said, I wonder if this is for us, but it does seem like it's been signed by the same person left at the same time. Mm. I'm struggling to see, I'm struggling to see a version of events here, which isn't, they've abandoned us and they hate us all and they hope they never see us again, to be honest. I think I feel quite, quite glum about the old thing. And I, I think Gildan, this is on you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I see it. Yeah. I accept responsibility. Oh, now, now, now that Gildan's accepted it, Lovejoy feels terrible. Well, you know, I think, you know, well, you know, whilst it mostly, obviously, you know, Biko and I for a reason and all that and probably all the physician stuff and, you know, they saw I was just hanging around with you a lot and, you know, I, I don't say it's all your fault. It's... I'm sorry to drag you both into this. Sorry, Biko. Oh, God. Oh. Biko's going to run in with the aggressively physical group hug. Yay, guys! Oh. <laughs> we can yes. do it! Um, that that hug is, is yeah. fantastic. Like at least Biko is feeling very warm f- from this hug. Very and, like he's with his with his pals. And um, but the other two, you know, the other two, you're feeling that the uh, the realization is really setting in that not only were you lost when you were at the sort of camp, uh, now that you've travelled for an extra like ten minutes into the woods, and now all of these this path just splits off into multiple different directions. You really have absolutely no idea where you could be. And while that embrace is happening, um, can I just understand, can I get your ACs, please? So uh, each of you, uh, let's start with um, Lovejoy. I've got a base, um, a class of 11. 11, okay. 11, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Gildan? We'll be ashamed of. Uh, 18. Eight, okay, nice. Uh, and Biko? 13. 13, okay. Um <laughs> Lovejoy, you're the first to notice this, this, this stone just thuds straight into the side of your head. Thunk, just the small, just oh. a small stone just like slams thunk, into the side of your head. Um, Gildan, uh, it, one of these stones just whizzes past your head. Um, and Biko, uh, a, a small stone just thuds into your armor. Just thunk. Oh. Oh. I think a bird must have dropped that. Oh. Sideways. He would have been flying, wouldn't he? Oh, I think I heard you. okay? Biko. Yeah. Was that you again? Like, don't oh, do it, man. Me. It's annoying. Um, where did that come from? I'm going to look. It seemed to fly past my head uh, from Give over me an there. investigation roll. I'm good at these. Minus one. <laughs> 18 <laughs> minus one. Okay, well, that's a good roll. Yeah, I think you you do see where um, you kind of calculate where the direction it would have come from. And just as you turn to look in that direction, another stone like shoots out from uh, the forest sort of at your head and you manage to just quickly dodge away from it. Bounce off my head. Not that (laughs) fast. No, no, you managed to, you managed to avoid this one. (laughs) I should say. Another one. Should say it managed to miss you, I guess, would be the best, uh, the appropriate way to put that. Um, okay. And it's just, 
um, from all directions now. You just these small little stones are just being launched in your direction. It's like maybe five or six over the over a thirty second period of just these stones coming from oh. all different directions, and they're just smacking into like your head or parts of your armor or just whizzing past. Oh, friends, is that oh. you, friends? Oh. Oh. <clears throat> they're back. L L. Um, there's there's like no no voices responding um, back in your direction. Um, Biko, you've noticed like there's like a uh, a little tugging at your waist. That's the worst way to put that. There's a little tugging at your waist, and it's just a little your gold. It's not like it's almost like your gold pouch is being is being pulled on, and you you look down and just a little stone just goes doom, doom, down onto the ground um, by your feet. Piece of shit. Guys, we've got to get out of here. Like, this is, this is a shit house. We're, we're, being, we're, we're being robbed, innit? We're being mugged off. Run for the trees. Uh, yeah, Stop you guys... Back to Widdale, you guys turn <laughs> to run. You guys turn to run, and just more of these stones are just being launched in your direction. And one of them uh, manages to uh, um, hit, I guess, uh, on your back and stuff like that. And again, you feel just uh, another little tugging at your side. This time it's Lovejoy. Um, and your money pouch is, is basically just dropped down onto the ground as you are running away. So you you may be like ten feet away as you hear the coin pouch like clatter onto the ground, and it gets your attention. All right. Well, Lovejoy would turn around and knows that you know he's already in a bad situation. He can't afford to lose the money he did have, so he's going to start hearing back to where he thought the drop was to try and retrieve it. The um. You, you spot it almost straight away. It's about 10 feet away from your position. And as you start to move towards it, it um, almost hovers like an inch off the ground and just starts moving down uh, away from, from you. What the bloody hell? What's going on here? I think Lovejoy calls out, Oi, me, me pouch is magically wandering away. Magic money. Um, and it's, I don't get it, Lovejoy. What do you mean? That's stupid. Ow! Ow! I'm going to... Can I cast a spell? Can I cast mm. Ray of Frost in the direction of my pouch? Yeah, 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 please. My hovering pouch. That's a, oh. that's a 19 plus 5 for a 24. Yeah, it? it's what? it's managed to get like another um, you know, 10, 20 feet away from you as you launch uh, Ray of Frost into it. Um, and it hits... What is, what is Ray of Frost? Is it just like a... It's a frigid beam of oh. blue-white light. All right. Are you aiming directly at the um, money pouch? Probably just under the money pouch. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You you launch rare frost and uh, you hear just as and the pouch sort of tumbles down onto the ground, and you see just a swarm of these tiny little stones rush towards that money pouch, pick it up, and dart off to the uh, east. My pouch! My bloody pouch! We got it! We got it! And there's, you can hear as they run off. I got off. his golem. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, golems. this has gone horribly south, guys. We're not only being robbed, but it's the copyright infringement at the same time. Tolkien Estate is going to be on us. <laughs> um, but it's, it's also not letting up. You're still getting these small stones being thrown in your direction. They're not hurting. They're not, like, uh, like damaging you. But they're, they're a nuisance and they're, like... Um, there are different... Well, we'll see. What, what, what do you guys do, I should say? Vika's going to rush over to um, Gildan and Lovejoy. What, what the hell are you doing? The, the frost and the, the rocks? Come on, guys, 
he's just going to be incoherent. Da, 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 da. I'm going to start running after your money. Look, I, think should... <laughs> I need that money. <laughs> I think I'd be because oh, Ray of Frost is a is Ray of Frost a cantrip? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be just Ray of Frosting as soon as I feel like I I could again, just firing these rays off in the general direction of this money pouch. Yeah. Okay. So, um, give us another uh, um, Ray of Frost roll. Uh, this time it's a ten plus five for fifteen. Okay, cool. What what happens here is that there is um, uh, every time that you do, you've had to, you're running for like uh, two minutes through the woods, like uh, branches are whipping past your head. You're trying to keep an eye on on this uh, little money pouch, and you're launching ray of frost after ray of frost down in it. And every time you do manage to hit, more of these little stones come rolling through, grabbing it and run off towards it. And it's leading you towards this large um, oak tree. And they just sort of, they uh, just at the last moment, just as you're nearing them, they disappear down into the small opening at the base of the tree. And it's maybe only, um, only, only about 20 centimeters tall, this little opening. I don't know what that is in feet. Uh, 10 inches. It's about 10 inches tall um, and about about maybe 8 inches wide, just this little opening. And um, your money pouch and these little stones um, have, have disappeared down into that. Oh, you, you it's absolute bollocks. You've, what you have noticed is that every, um, every time you did manage to hit, at that point where you launched one of those ray of frosts has been one of those small stones. So whatever it was, uh, you managed to hit some of them. I, I don't quite know what's going on here, fellas, but I seem to have been robbed by a pack of magical pebbles. How much money did you have? Uh, enough. I had well enough. And, it's, and the other thing about it is it was all I had as well. So you can forget your bloody tithe because I can't even... Buy a pot to piss in at the moment because it's all been neck desolate. It's been half inch by these little stone. You were going to give me fifteen percent too. Well, I'm going to look into the hole. I just uh, try and stick my head in the hole. Okay, yeah. Um, you, you look, it's it's quite dark in there, and your your form is casting a shadow down into there. But you can kind of move out of the way to I shine. Do have some... a light on top of my head? Oh, okay, it's a, all right. So you stick your head in as close to that uh, hole in the tree as you can, and on inspecting it, you notice what seems to be uh, quite a large cave system underneath this tree. Oh, there's and a big can, opening in here, guys. And you can see just, you think you can see just darting around one of the corners uh, is that is that money pouch. <gasps> Lovejoy, I saw your money. If, if you go in and get it, I will give you that 15%. In fact, make okay. it. Okay, push it, me. Push me in. 16. All right, yep. Lovejoy. Because going to hold on to Gildan's legs, like really for strength of death. Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm going to be trying to push him from the other side, just trying to shove him through the hole. Six foot four yeah. Gildan being pushed into <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and like rip open the hole. Yeah. Give me, give me a strength roll. Okay. Strength. I have a plus one for strength. 
Nine plus one, ten. That's enough to start peeling away um, bits of bark and the realisation that part the bottom half of this tree is kind of rotted away a decent amount and you're able to pull away and snap away enough of a uh, to extend this hole that you believe you'd be able to get into it. And if you could, at your size, uh, I don't think Biko and Lovejoy would have any issue either. Okay. Um, but it's also enabled the a lot more light to be sort of cast down uh, into that cave. I'll peel oil like this. <laughs> you can just hear mm, mm. from you from you. Yeah, he likes from it. Peel oil. Oh, okay, it's standing all up. Don't. I can I slide in. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a little bit of a drop. It's maybe like a, a three or four foot drop down from from ground level to the to the sort of the floor level of this cave system. Um, How many feet? Like an, it's only like four foot. Four foot drop. Oh, four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just go in like an enormous chunky snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gildan slithers his way uh, through the hole in the tree. <laughs> Making sure not to harm the Is the cave damp at all? Or? Is the what, sorry? Is the, is the cave damp? Is it? What's the aura of the cave? Is it dripping? You know how sometimes... I'm trying to drink my drink. Uh, well, Gildan, when you when you get down into the cave, you do notice that while it's not overpowering, there is a sort of an unpleasant smell of like damp moss um, and stale water, so it's instantly oh, recognisable. Oh. Um, it's a bit cave. stinky in here. Is it mushrooms? Could what? be. This, this is the place you find them, isn't it? This Definitely. Is, from, from everything you've be. told me about them, Biko, this is the place where yeah. they would be growing fungus for sure. Let's do it, guys. Let's just get in there. Get those mushrooms, get out, maybe find some money. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, come on. Let's, let's <laughs> find Stinky. the money, I'd say. Let's definitely find the money because we need that. <clears throat> there, Lovejoy yeah. slithers in. <laughs> Slither in. <laughs> the hole's fine. Because going to do 30 seconds of stretching and then slide like in as well. You guys find yourselves <laughs> at uh, what seems to be almost a, a, a step um, near the one level down from the from the ground level. Um, and there's enough light pouring in from that uh, hole that Gildan um, broke open from the tree that's filling a few uh, dozen feet ahead of you with light. Um, and there is moss just growing all over the walls uh, down here. And then the, the stones underfoot are... Um, quite smooth actually it's as, 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 it is as if they've been used a bunch at some point maybe not for centuries now but it looks like they may have been used at some point um, uh, by a group of people or, or beings um, as I mentioned before the smell down here it's it's very um, mossy it's uh, the moss on the walls it feels smells quite damn it smells like there's been some pools of water that have just sat uh, undisturbed for, for an incredibly long time. Um, and there's just a small bit of breeze coming down through that hole in the tree now as well. Um, and it's kind of just gently making its way through the, the cave system in front of you. and Wafting. Just wafting. There's a gentle, gentle dripping that you can hear occasionally as well. Um, Peaceful. And the, and the only other sort of sound that you can hear is what sounds like stone on stone almost like uh maybe some stones are dislodging from the walls and sort of like rolling down and hitting the floor but it's uh, it just happens sort of sporadically 
Um, Hiko's eyes are so wide open, like almost as if he'd been stretching his eyelids each morning, <laughs> a, a routine perhaps, and he is looking for mushrooms. Like he can, he's almost ignoring the other two at this stage, just like, yeah, guys, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, give us a give us an investigation roll. <clears throat> Biko rolls. Oh. 17 plus zero for a 17. Biko knows mushrooms. He knows the places to look. And you're looking around this opening area of the cave and you're thinking there's probably close to the like the ground level as well. Whereas, uh, where so you first sort of just whip around and look back up at the tree behind you. Um, and there's a couple of small mushrooms there, but they're just, they're small, they're tiny. They're not, they're not really interesting. You're looking for something a bit bigger, but something a bit more substantial. Um, but you can see that there's definitely hints of, uh, there's signs that, sh- that there should be something, something growing down here. Um, where you are right now, there doesn't seem to be any. Keep it out, guys. There's bound to be mushrooms down here. I'll find them and we can have them. And we've got the mushrooms after we found them. Well, yeah, that's that's great. Does anyone remember what what direction my pouch of money went in? That's, I'm quite of quite invested in that. Um, I'm going to hold my hands together like this and say, "Big P, P Law, please light up this place, and I will light, cast light." Okay, nice. Well, that's how it happens. Oh, okay, cool. So, what's the a uh, sphere, a 20-foot sphere. Let me add, is that bright light? I guess it is. Uh, yep. I should, I've just... I touch one object, I'll just touch the top of my head. Okay, cool. I wonder if I can... My hat. Ah, uh, yep. I've just made it, I hope, as you move further into the um, cave, you'll notice that is working on your token as well. So, uh, yeah, this, your hat beams out a bright light. Uh, that's, that helps fill in some of those shadows that have been cast up on the wall. Um, and as that kicks in, you hear some of that stone on stone um, right next to you and almost like a little stone rolling down the stairs away from you. Was that your money, Lovejoy? No, it was like... It was like and Lovejoy's keeping his voice down now because I imagine it's echoing around this cave. Is that... Fair to say that there's quite an echo in here. Yeah, pretty much echo any, any sound in this cave is reverberating back towards you. It doesn't. It makes it feel like it's quite a um, maybe maybe not an extensive cave system. Um, it's also, by the way, it's not very high. This this cave system as well. The area that you're standing in at the moment um, is sort of reaches up maybe to a t- maximum of ten feet. But the path ahead of you is sort of heading further down into wherever this is going, um, and the roof kind of gets down to maybe five foot, uh, maybe da- maybe even occasionally down to four feet at certain points. No, that's not my money. That is. That is stones falling off the side of this cave. Very much like we're in some sort of avalanche situation. So watch your step. Don't worry, Lovejoy. That searchlight, we can see even more now. High five, Gildan. Don't just hang on with the old high fives. Just slap. And just like, (laughs) just like reverberates. (laughs) (laughs) And then then you hear more of those stone on stone sort of crumbling sounds. Um, But there's also with that, sound this time it's just the the jangle of coins and it seems to be <laughs> moving further away from you but you i'm gonna hustle this way i'm gonna right. mo- i'm gonna move really uh, like one of those olympic walkers not running <laughs> but olympic walking 
<laughs> Slightly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I the, follow. The moment you start moving down into the cave system, more of these little stones are just being launched at you. It's almost as if they're being thrown, ah. but you can't Oof. see anything um, doing any of the throwing. Look, whoever's throwing those, just look, don't worry, we're friends. We just want our money. Give me my money. And we, all you hear back reverberating who's, who's through money? is, give me your money. Give me your money. Our money. Money. Just reverberating through. Um, and you, you're making, you make your way further uh, into this cave system. The area that you just sort of stumble upon here, um, mm. you notice this massive pool of water taking up the majority of this section of the cave. It's, it's relatively undisturbed, um, uh, but despite there not being that strong of a breeze this far in already, um, you do notice an occasional ripple across that water. Uh, you can't really tell how deep that is at the moment. Um, and, and as Gildan, as you sort of make your way across that little five-foot edge against between the water and the, and the cave wall, um, you see some sort of bubbles bubbling up uh, next to your foot. Oh, um, bubbles, guys. I'm, I'm going to quicken my pace. Okay, great. I'm a, I'm a little disturbed. Yeah, you, you run across, um, and Biko, just as you go to make your way to sort of behind him, uh, a, a stone hand, or what looks like a stone hand, sort of slams up against uh, the edge of that water, just in front of you. And you can see, um, peering up out of the water now, is maybe two of these smaller stones have been melded together to make what looks like a head. Um, and it's got more stones beneath that head forming what you can only discern as a smaller body. Um, and it seems to be pulling itself up out of this pool to try and stop you. Um, piss, piss, guys, guys. <laughs> Lovejoy tries to kick it. Okay, okay. Just kick it in the face. Yeah, yeah, um, Gildan, can you... Oh, sorry, uh, Lovejoy, can you give me a uh, a roll to hit, please? Just like an unarmed strike? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's a 14 plus 2 for 16. Uh, great, yeah, you, you kick it, um, dealing a, a point of damage onto it, uh, and it splashes down into the water. What I will uh, get from everybody is a... Roll of initiative. So, um, click your token. Click your token in roll 20 and then roll your initiative in DD Beyond, and it should just uh, <coughs> should oh. add you in. Eight. Lovejoy, what have you rolled? I've rolled a 16 all up. Okay, cool. And Biko, here we go. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, cool. Biko is 21. Okay, great. Um, Biko, we'll, we'll start with you. What uh, this this stone, this cluster of stones splashes back down into the water, um, and you can see just a little bit. Uh, can you see? Let's have a quick look here. Yeah, you can see just around the corner to where um, Gildan is headed. You can see just down a few steps in front of Gildan um, some more of these squat little stone creatures, and they seem to be about three foot high and uh, effectively made up of a cluster of those small stones that you encountered earlier, the same ones that uh, took the golden pouch. And you can see in front of 
um, Lovejoy now bouncing down the stairs, making a little sound of coins on coin and stone on stone. Some of these smaller stones now carrying this golden pouch, bounding down these stairs. Uh, Biko's going to um, move closer to Lovejoy and just start swearing, this guy, this guy, this guy. and he'll do that for the remainder of his turn. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right, good, good use of your turn. Um, you can you can hear now as well um, the the little creatures that are bounding down the stairs with this gold pouch. Is they're just screaming, "Helps! Helps! We've got some! We've got some helps!" As they're screaming, as they they'll never we can't let them have it. Uh, and it is Lovejoy's turn. Um, Lovejoy takes out his quarter staff. And starts like chasing. Starts chasing. Yeah. How far can I get? Um, uh, well, are you sprinting or just um, just moving? Just using movement. I'm going as fast as I can without you know sprinting. All right. Because okay. I want an action at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Th- you'll be able to go thirty feet. Um, I was there. So that's one. So you'll two. be able to make your way down to at the base of these stairs. These um these squat little three foot tall stone creatures um yeah and as they see you coming running down the stairs uh it's like they're the voice for this cluster is almost like each of the little stones calling out in unison um so it's like more amplified and slightly out of sync um as it sort of just raises its fists and in a slightly deeper voice just because of all of the different voices coming together they, they start stomping you'll never get it you'll never get it I'm, I'm going to strike strikes out with my <laughs> strikes out with me strikes out with me cool with staff okay give us a roll to hit Oof. that's an 8 plus 2 for 10 uh, that is a miss um, you sort of swing Oof. over the top of one of these little creatures Able. And it's like, in response, it just starts like winding up its fist, like starts swinging around and winding it up. Whoa. Uh, anything else from Lovejoy? Mm-mm. Okay, Gildan. Well, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm a little bit disturbed by the rocks coming to life in front of me, but I'm just going to run towards that one there. It's in front of the, the pool, the small pool. At the oh, yeah lower down just to the south of Lovejoy and I'm going to run full tilt and say excuse me I'm sorry sorry. (laughs) got to get that money and I'm just going to bash into it and hopefully bounce it back into the pool behind it Uh, so we're just doing like a strength just charging in and hitting it with uh, like a strength shove I suppose Uh, which I'm not good at strength really I've got a plus one um, special melee attack to shove a creature. So yeah, give us. What do we roll for that? Contested strength, maybe. How how is it that we've never used the shove rules? <laughs> we've done it. We've done it. I think we both do strength, is my guess. Uh yeah. Oh yeah, it makes a strength. It makes an uh strength check. Athletics. Oh, athletics. And the target okay. can make an athletics or dex uh, acrobatics check to either. Contest it or dodge out of the way. 11 plus 1, 12. Uh, okay, what are we going to do for these guys? Uh, all right. It's going to try and dodge out of the way um, and fails with a with a roll of 5. Um, so you're just trying to push it down into the pool behind it? 
Yeah. Well, I apologise. All right. Um, yeah, you push it back down into it. It's not a deep pool, this one that was behind it, but it is knocked prone. Plonk. Yeah, and just splashes up. Um, and you, because oh, of... Splashback. It's because you're, you're so close to this thing now. The um, You've never seen anything like this before. You've never heard stories of a creature like this. There's been nothing in this world that is that looks or sounds like what you're seeing in front of you. Um, you could imagine this... this creature just blending into uh, rock surfaces quite easily um, and that gives you a little cause of concern as you start like looking around uh, mm. beside yourself and on the walls around you uh, it is did it, did it move? yeah so it's it's been Should, uh, I'll just move it backwards is it 10 feet? Five feet I think it's 5 feet if you're shoving yeah push it 5 feet away so yeah, you push it backwards into the pool behind it. Um, it sort of it's the clusters turns and they start sort of screaming in this really kind of almost infantile manner. Um, and the one closest, uh, the one that had been winding up his fist is now prone in the water behind it. And it gets up, starts crying, and starts running towards the south. Um, and screaming, screaming for the others to, to follow. So it uses half its speed to stand, um, but it is going to uh, sprint, basically. Does it waddle? Or yeah, it's really, it's like, um, it's quite heavy on its feet since it is like solid stone. Um, and as it as the each footprint slams down into the ground, you can hear it reverberating loudly throughout this entire cave system. Um, and the others do the, the same. One of them just screams out, the bridge! Let's get the bridge! As they runs around the corner from you, uh, and the other does the same, um, leaving you there. The one uh, next to Biko uses its movement to like step up out of the pool uh, and get in between him um, and, and the others. And he's going to wind up and uh, trying to smack... Biko with his stone fist. Uh, he has rolled an 18. Ah! Um, this okay, cool. Smash straight through Biko's AC of 13. Push it Doing Doing just four bludgeoning damage as this stone fist just crashes into Biko's face. Oh. Um, Son of a bitch. What also happens is from sort of the darkness of this area that you're in at the moment more of these stones just start pelting out at both uh, Gildan and Lovejoy just slamming in and you can see again uh, that there's the sound I should say you hear the sound of that um, that coin pouch uh, further ahead as well that is also making its way in and you can just hear one of them one of the, a little laugh just a little <laughs> And then there's the crying from another one. It's a very weird, almost infantile um, reactions coming from these things. Um, Maybe those mushrooms are kicking in again. <laughs> this is weird. Uh, Biko, back to you. Uh, Biko's pretty rocked by this pretty physical injury that he's had. He quickly recalls his entire life and hasn't been injured in this sort of extent in that, in that much. And he just starts... Starts yelling again. 
<laughs> and he's going to spend his turn just preparing for potentially another attack. Okay. Is that a dodge? Yeah. So you're readying a dodge. You're not going to attack or... Okay, cool. Reading a dodge. Yeah. Cool. Lovejoy. I think Lovejoy's, Lovejoy's heard the damage, perhaps, that Biko suffered. <laughs> Lovejoy's. And then... <laughs> I said Lovejoy's. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Lovejoy has heard the damage that um, Biko suffered, but and can hear his coins right rattling away and is torn. But ultimately, he's going to make the call to make sure his his companion's okay. So Lovejoy's going to take a couple of steps back the other way um, and take his quarter staff and try and like baseball bat this animated stone cluster. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Give me a uh, roll to hit. Oh, so close. It just hovered on 20, but no, it's yeah. another 10. Um, unfortunately, again, you just managed to um, launch your quarterstaff. Just gl- it glances off some of the stone and into the into the cave wall. Um, sorry, but... Oh, that's Molly's voice. Uh, <laughs> it was bound to happen. Was, so, so, sorry there, Biko. Um... <laughs> Uh, anything else from okay, Biko. Lovejoy? No. <laughs> it's turning into a wild goose chase and it's feeling like this day is going from bad to worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's actually, there's just more sort of um, stones just sort of rolling past your feet now. They're sort of heading towards um, the direction of where that money pouch was going and there's just giggling and laughing and occasionally there'll be one that just sort of like launches up against one of your legs. Doesn't do any damage, but just launches up, hits it, hits the ground and tumbles off down into the cave. Uh, Gildan. I'm looking where the money went over my shoulder and then back to the other two. I'm going to run back to join them and stand just to the south of this cluster of rocks. I'm just going to see. Look, <clears throat> just go back in the water and I'm going to try and push it. Okay, give us a... Your friends are crying. Give us a strength roll. Strength. Okay. 13 plus 1. Uh, cool. And let's do... Uh, okay, that's a, yeah, that's another success. Um, so are you trying to push him back into what? that water again? Yeah. All right, yeah, you managed to just, like, grab him by the shoulder and just, like, topple him down over into the water. Uh, and again, he just splashes down um, into the pool. Let me just uh, move him into here, um, and he takes he made he takes like a point of damage as he like smacks some of those oh. rocks into into the side of the the ledge there. Um, Sorry, and he goes under, and you can't really see uh, too far beneath the surface of the water, so you're not really sure how far down that actually went. Um, anything else Blonk. from uh, from Gildan? Mm, I'm just going to call out to Biko say. <coughs> Are you okay? Hurry up. And I'm going to run back, use the rest of my movement to make it halfway back to where I was. Okay. To All the right. south. As you get to that sort of spot, um, you see uh, the cluster that was crying disappear around the corner. Um, and you can hear uh, wood now being sort of scraped across stone. And you can hear them going, Paul! Paul! And you can hear just this wood being pulled across, a scraping against stone. Um, 
and uh, the cluster that you manage to push down into the pool is is swimming to the bottom part of the uh, pool area now and is starting to pull himself up onto the edge. But he doesn't have quite enough movement to get fully up. Uh, Biko, back with you. Uh, Biko's holding his face in a very ineffective way to sort of stop a little bit of bleeding on his face, almost as if he was trained to do it in a very poor way. Um, he's going to have a, a, a flurry of emotions as he sees his friends come back to save him and then run further into the tunnel. And he sort of sees the animated stone cluster and he's like, he's had enough. Bastard! And he's going to run towards him and kick the head of this creature as it tries to get up out of the water. Okay, cool. Give me a... Uh strength roll are you trying to basically put force it back down into the pool or are you trying to do damage yeah like kick it in the head as it's trying to climb out yeah sorry is your, uh, is your goal to like make it lose its grip and fall back in or is your goal to damage it uh yeah push it in okay cool yeah give us a um give us a strength roll Biko rolls a five plus two for seven okay and this thing has rolled a total of 17. It just like takes, <sighs> it just takes that kick. Um, and it just, uh, it doesn't really seem to have any visible eyes on it, but you do notice that its head uh, angles up in your direction as it continues trying to pull itself out of the pool. Uh, he has a quick flashback to his father where he tried to kick him in the shins when he was like two years old. And his father <laughs> looks down and just says, ineffective. <laughs> Lovejoy. <laughs> Um, I think Lovejoy just runs after Gildan. Well, actually overtakes Gildan, um, going my maximum feet, and I probably get right to this area here, I think. Cool. So now, I'm just trying to follow that, that stone creature around the corner, presuming that's where my money pouch is gone. Yeah, yeah. You've you've sort of gotten to the edge of where um, Gildan's light is, and you're looking into the darkness now. Does your character have dark night vision or dark vision or anything like that? Um, no. It's, it's almost uh, completely pitch black past maybe 10 feet ahead of you. Um, and you can just, you can still hear uh, stone on stone, but now there's like uh, just a jangling of, of that uh, coin pouch now. All right, all right, Gilded. We need to get down there. Mm. That's, that's my turn. I'm going to wait till the light sources here before I proceed any further. Okay. Okay, there's um I think there's going to be a couple of uh a couple more of these smaller stones um, attacking at this point. Um, just going to roll a few of these. Um, okay, there's only one that sort of managed like they all managed to hit. They're all bouncing off different parts of your armor and, and shirt, but there's one that just like cracks directly into um, Gildan's head, doing just a single point. Of, of damage. Ow. The rest of them haven't been able to really connect in that way, but this just lands right on your brow and just manages to, to break skin. Ouch. Right on the brow. Yeah, and this this little stone, <laughs> this little stone drops to the ground. You can see it's just got a little bit of, of your blood on it. Um, and for the first time oh. now, for the first time now, you can see that uh, it almost picks itself up off the ground with these tiny little spindly arms and legs and goes to just run off. So I'll get, you can do like an attack of opportunity on it if you wanted to. Mm, I'll kick it into the pool. <laughs> okay, cool. Give us a roll to hit. I guess that's, 
What is just that? Just an unarmed, so just a, uh, like a, just unarmed give me strike. a strength, yeah. Uh, 18 plus 3 for 21. Okay, cool. Yeah, and you two just like. Bludgeoning damage. You just boot that thing. Um, and so you were two bludgeoning damage, but it also connects with the wall, uh, like the cave wall on the other side, which deals uh, a little more damage to it. And you just hear like this, as it flies across the uh, the cave, and then just like this, as it hits the wall, falls to the ground. And for just a moment, just for a little moment there, you see just like a a little blue liquid uh, pour out of it onto the ground and instantly evaporate into into a blue mist leaving just a small stone uh, in its place. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if you shouldn't hit people. Uh, Gildan, your turn. Biko, are you following? <laughs> Is it a yes? <laughs> well, we do follow. do follow because I have to get my money. Um, you just yell up, Joy, yell out. My, my money. <laughs> okay. Um, Does hmm. Vico look like he's going to follow? Or yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, he looks like he's going to follow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess okay. I wait till my turn to do that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can give me a little nod or something. But um, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. As long as you're going to be okay, and and I run the thirty feet. I think I can go. Okay. Um, 15, about there. Yeah, as you make your way around that corner, both Lovejoy uh, and yourself, Gildan, you see that, um, um, ignore the wood that you see on the map there. That's all been pulled onto the opposing side of this um, little bridge area now. Um, And what you can see is that this edge of where you're at drops down maybe 10 feet. And on the opposing platform, maybe 10 feet up from where you are, is three of these three-foot-tall stone creatures just finishing pulling this this wood across, destroying uh, a nice easy bridge that they had built or had placed there at some point. Um, and two of them now, having finished pulling that wood across, just sort of start doing like a little mocking dance at you, while one at the back is just kept holding onto that little uh, golden pouch and sort of throwing it up into the air and catching it. Doesn't have a visible mouth, but you're pretty sure it's like smirking at you. I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed. I've got to say, Lovejoy, there they are. There's on the other side. Can oh, Sam. How, how big is the gap? Um, so the gap. So like it's it's ten feet up. Um, and it's about. Uh, let's have a quick look. And it's about. Uh, a t- Around a ten feet foot uh, gap across, and then ten feet up. Oh, you're, you're muted. Sorry, Shannon. How far down? Uh, ten sort of feet. Ten crevasse. feet down. It's just a small, uh, okay, relatively small drop down into what is a very slow moving stream. All right, that's my turn. Okay, um, the the little creatures on the opposing side are um, picking up some of the small little friends, some of the smaller little creatures. Um, and they start uh, pelting them back in your direction. So, um, Gildan, with you standing there, they uh, the two that aren't holding the pouch of gold launch uh, some stones in your direction. Uh, one of them is a 17, one is a 22. Oh, you're, you you're can. <laughs> one of them hits. Okay, cool. Uh, 
doing a total of seven damage. What? <laughs> As this thing launches down um, at you. Okay. TPK. <laughs> it's not so much the size, it's the speed that this thing can throw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Physics. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, and they just and just seeing that it hits, they just start laughing and dancing and sort of taunting, um, taunting you. Yeah. Look, we just want my money, okay? And we, if we get it, um, look, I just need fifteen percent, <laughs> and maybe we can cut cut the rest. How about that? Cut, oh, cut, hey. uh, I've been severely damaged. Uh, Biko. Biko's just going to start yelling as he sees his mates run further into the cave. Um, Biko has dark vision, so he can kind of see into the cave a bit more than perhaps the others, mm -hmm. but he more wants to be with his mates and not next to this little creature. Mm. So he's going to gap it as quickly and as nimble as he can down towards Lovejoy and just keep yelling, Guys, it's just dangerous in here! Shit! Okay. Uh, anything else from Biko? That's it. Lovejoy, back to you. Uh, Lovejoy's been hearing Gildan's constant references to my money and maybe we can cut a deal and has been yelling at retorts all the while gaining on Gildan. And as he comes to this kind of now, this ravine, or this mini ravine, um, he's furious seeing the, the pouch of money be tossed up in the air and danced with and he strikes out again with Ray of Frost at the critter throwing the, the money bag up. Yeah, cool. That's a total of 12. That is a miss as the uh, the <laughs> ray shoots directly past them. Um, what it does do is it illuminates uh, behind them, and you can see there is quite a large opening uh, that quickly flashes just this big opening of the cave before losing its illumination. Job, you! Um, at this point, there's really there's the little stones. They've just they've formed. Um, you've noticed them rolling into the like the corners of the the caves, and you can hear them all, almost like watching in anticipation what's what's about to happen or what's about to go down. And uh, there's just like little voices, little they're sort of talking to each other and laughing and and it's ours, it's ours, it's our money, ours, ours. Uh, it's just this cacophony of it coming from the corners of this cave. Uh, Gildan. Oh, okay. Gildan is going to close his eyes and um, say, Dear Pilor, you can hear me. Please lend me some of your light and make me feel better. And he's going to cast Healing Word on himself. Okay. Or six healing. Nice. Oh, why is it? I rolled a four and a three. Shouldn't that be seven? Uh, no, you rolled a 1d4 plus 3, and so you rolled a 3 and a 3, it says on my side. Oh. Yeah. Two of them came up. Okay. Okay. So I get 6 HP back. Okay, cool. Anything else from Gildan? That's a that's a bonus action. Oh, nice. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to jump over the gap. Can you jump 10 foot my up? Movement. Oh, so you're going to, like, grab onto the cave wall? I don't know. Can I jump 10 feet up? You can't jump Maybe 10 feet. Is that... <laughs> You'd be yeah, surprised how far they can jump. <coughs> no, you can. If it was, if it was not. like a flat area, it would be no problem. Yeah. It's, it's literally like almost double your uh, height. I didn't have very high strength. If I did, I suppose I could. So it's you, only a plus one. 
how much how far how high can people jump vertically? They can't jump ten foot verticals. What are you talking about? Been going about? to CrossFit. Yeah. But even tires. Even in D and D, right? No. You can jump. You can jump decent distances, but you can't jump heights, right? I can dump a big distance. Okay. Well, I'm. So you could definitely uh, launch yourself across the gap and gra- and attempt to grab onto the the rock wall. Have you seen Space Jam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the two, you. 2021 version, or definitely not. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I want my money, and I'm going to jump the gap. Okay. The jump is uh, grab on. Is is easy enough. Uh, here we go. It says, when you make a high jump, you leap into the air a number of feet equal to three plus your strength modifier. So that's how high you can jump. So th- what's your strength modifier? Uh, it's plus one. So you can jump four feet up um, for as far as your distance goes. Uh, if you move at least 10, foot on, uh, 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump, you can cover a number of feet up to your strength score. Which is uh, 13. So yeah, so you'd with a little bit of a run up, you'd be able to make it across that gap and ha- maybe a, about halfway up, but you'd still have five foot of stone wall to climb uh, before okay. you reach the top. Um, also, because you're launching yourself at a at a mossy wall, we're going to need a um, uh, athletics, I guess it is. <laughs> Space Jam. We're going to talk about <laughs> love choice. Space Jam. And what? And athletics. Acrobatics. Athletics. Athletics. There we go. I've got a plus one for it. Oh, 15 yeah. plus one. Okay, great. Um, yeah, feel free to... Grab like, onto some mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, feel free to sort of detail how, what that looks like. Oh, okay. Gildan's large mass in an ill-advised move runs 10 feet and then launches himself over a gap. He's not the sort of person that would you would normally see jumping gaps and grabbing onto walls, but he does it. He manages to smash into the other side, and his big arms sort of clamp onto mossy rocks with um, mushrooms in his face. And there's like the um, the beings at the top start going, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! He's coming! He's coming for it!" Don't go anywhere. Uh, okay. Uh, it just is still apologize. <laughs> it is their turn. Um, and one of them sort of makes its way gingerly across over to the edge of the um, uh, little ledge that you're climbing up towards um, and looks down at you. Now, you're about five feet away, so you're out of reach from it. Um, but it is going to try and um, launch a little stone down at you. The other one looking is is a little scared and is is watching. It's brought its little stone hands up towards its face, almost like it's cowering. It's not sure what's going to happen. Um, but one of them is uh, going Tell to try and throw this at you. And it only rolled a six as the stone oh. just slams down into the water beneath you. Um, from, behind, over. from behind you, uh, Biko, um, you hear just stones like reverberating through the cave um, as this uh, being sort of stomps down the stairs behind you. Uh, Biko, it's your turn. Right, Biko's going to look over towards Lovejoy and Gildan and see everything going on and then start to react to that situation in front of him. But the 
the noise of the rocks behind him and the stinging face and makes him immediately turn. And he quickly pulls his dagger from his little arm thing and goes, yeah! and throw it at the animated stone cluster creature. Okay, cool. Give us a uh, roll to hit. Uh, Beaker rolls a total of 15 for four piercing. Okay, cool. That is a that is a hit. Um, all right, doing four damage uh, to this creature. It um, I'm just having a quick look at this stuff. Oh yeah, that's cool. Um, it just takes like a it knocks just like a sliver of the um, of one of the stones away. Um, and that stone because they're built of these uh, clusters of smaller stones. The one that you do manage to hit um, just trickles the sort of blue liquid down onto the rest of them. Um, and that instantly just evaporates into a little blue mist before it rolls off and falls away from from this creature. Um, cool. But still standing. Vico's uh, then going to run towards Lovejoy um, a bit. Shit! <laughs> so you're, you're sort of now seeing what the others have seen. This, um, But now the addition that you're seeing is that Gildan is now like grabbing onto this moss these mossy rocks five foot down from the top of the the ledge where more of those very creatures you just attacked are standing one with that gold pouch now held high and he's screaming something in a high-pitched voice but you're not quite sure what it is i don't think any of you can speak the language that that one is uh calling out and that brings us back to lovejoy he turns to Biko and, and says, oh, I think Gildan's in a spot of bother at Biko. Um, and then turns back and I if this would work. So these creatures are stone, are they? Mm-hmm. They're just regular old stone. That's what they seem to be, yeah. So what are you, what are you trying mold, to do? I've, I've got mold earth. They're not earth. They're, they're stone. Uh, you target... You cause shapes, colors, or both to appear on dirt or stone. Oh, okay. Creating images or shaping patterns. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I'll allow it. Changes it. last one hour. Okay, cool. I absolutely. They are, as far as you're aware, and as far as the spell is concerned, they are real stone. Great. Well, in that case, I'll use mold earth and try and. Um, I kind of want to turn like the hand of the one holding the pouch to sand. Almost, or like to, to make it into tiny, tiny grains of stone, so that it just drops the pouch. Uh, let's have a look. I'm just gonna have a. Quick... Or just like a pencil thin, like a really long pencil thin hand, rather than a mitt. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll totally allow it. Um, that has yeah. So you can uh, move along, deposit five feet away. Shapes, colors of both to appear on the. So effectively, you can use it to kind of excavate a, a, a chunk of it. If although it's like a five-foot cube you get to, to do, and it would fit within a five-foot cube itself, one of the entire beings. Oh. Okay. What if I... What I might do then is turn it into a long, thin beam of stone <laughs> okay. to bring my pouch back to me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like a, one of those old radio antennas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you want to... It will only become like a... I suppose it's as long as... Uh, I'm just trying to think. How thin of a pole? How far would it be able to stretch? I don't know if it would be able to get you the entire way to you. I would say you could probably turn it into a 15-foot-long pole. Stone pole. Perfect. Yeah. 
Okay. Just describe what that does, because it's this. It's the one that's that uh, that is at the back here. So um, if it was to sort of grow out to fifteen feet, it's pretty close, but it would be almost dangling above the chasm, the edge of the uh, end of the pole. Um, Lovejoy holds out his hand and goes, mutters an incantation under his under his breath. Oh, it was a lovely moldy stony wave, and then this kind of like shuddering happens to the being. And then it just starts morphing into this thin kind of stone pole, like exactly like a car antenna, just getting longer and thinner. And the <coughs> the money pouch should be on that. Okay, great. I'm just saying, I was just double checking the rules of uh, Mold Earth, by the way, just to make sure that stone is considered. Thing it says you choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range. So maybe uh, I have a feeling that we didn't allow that previously. I don't know, but. It's there in the rules. Yeah, there is a mold stone type thing, right? Or is that meld into stone? Unless there's been an adjustment, because there's been so yeah, many yeah. changes to things that it is now included. But this is home brew as well, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it does that, but, yeah. and it, um, basically the pouch is caught on the edge of that pole, and the pole clatters down onto the ground, and the edge of the pole with the pouch on it now is hanging basically five feet um, out from the ledge but 10 feet up from you at this moment, right above the ravine. Cool. Great. Uh, I hate to say this, but I do have to jump off any minute now. No, no, no. That's I'm totally aware, totally aware of that. Um, we'll just go through the uh, to, over to Gildan. Okay. Yeah, Gildan saw the money pouch go over his head, and he is following, tracking it with his eyes. He closes his eyes and says, Dear Pelor, if you... If you could just lend me your strength this one time and uh, put your radiance on these guys and let them in whatever you think should happen, it would be good. And God, that's a try. <laughs> word of radiance is cast, which is a DC 13 um, constitution save from the two rocks that are next to me. So what, is it, what does it do, sorry? It, uh, oh, I can put it on there. You utter a divine word, and burning oh, radiance right. erupts from you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a constitution saving throw. We'll take 1d6 radiant damage. I've rolled a 1. Okay. Uh, they have rolled... One of them rolled a 15, one of them rolled a 1. Okay, so one of them takes one damage. Just one damage, okay. Uh, the radiant light spills out um, and uh, damages one of them. One that they had just tried to stone you the other one sort of shields itself and manages to stop the radiant damage from doing anything that small pouch dangling from the pole you can hear now the the sound of all of those smaller stones now calling out they're gonna get it they're gonna get it and from deep within that big opening you hear this roar that is echoing out now through the entire cave system 